I'm Alex. And I'm Erica. And welcome to Priestesses Prescribe, a self-discovery podcast based in mystical wellness. We came together as priestesses from different backgrounds and modalities with a common mission to empower and support you on your intuitive journey. We'll aim to prepare you for the energies of the new and full moons every month while expanding on themes that will connect you with your highest self. The priestesses have written you the prescription. All you have to do is take it. Now, let's start our ritual. Hi. How are you, Erica? (laughs) I'm good, Alex. How are you? I'm good. Honestly, a little hard to look at myself in this gaming headset. Oh, I think it's cute, though. The sound quality is awesome. I feel like a pilot. Well, I mean, you're a cute pilot. I mean, you also have on this fabulous nautical shirt happening. So you're giving transportation (laughs) luxury energy right now. So if anyone can visualize Alex right now in pilot headphones and a nautical yacht-like shirt, it's great. Transportation fabulous. (laughs) <laughs> wow that is so first of all thank you so much i really received that and i appreciate that you know rent the runway you know okay. i'm obsessed with it and this wasn't <sighs> meant to be a plug but it's yeah. just like i couldn't wear it on fourth of july yeah. because of uh circumstances so i'm wearing it tonight for dinner with my grandma oh that's nice and she'll love it i wish i could wear rent the runway it's just not built for a busty girl but, you know, one day there'll be rent the runways for my body type eventually. I think and that would be a nice. I would subscribe. If anyone's listening who works there, which honestly, one of you probably does. I'm sure. Or did. So please or... help me, okay? Yeah. I, I just, I needed to have a little stretch, a little spandex, you know, material, and I will wear it all the time. So help, help a girl out. Erica Please. needs a a, <laughs> a fuller bust, yes. a, a more roomy bust, but yet a a slimmer hip. Yes, Venus energy, very Venus. Mm-hmm. I, I'm honestly like, if if you put Erica's top half with my bottom <laughs> half, we would lit- be like Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, completely. <laughs> It would be like the true Venus energy. Yeah, but that's too much for the world, which is why Alas, it did not yeah. happen. <laughs> well, it's funny that we're talking about that because that's actually well, what a Kardashian body ooh. type looks like. That was so good, Alex. I love that segue. It's the pilot. It's love the pilot that. energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just like I'm not on autopilot today. I'm, I'm really paying attention to the to the wind. But in any case, we're talking today about the detriment of Leo energy with Kylie Jenner, the youngest self-made billionaire. Air quotes. In air quotes. Mm -hmm. Again, can't see me. Maybe we need the teaser for this one. I don't know. It doesn't (laughs) totally make sense, but it is in air quotes. (laughs) And I am now doing the landing of a plane uh, (laughs) gestures as well. She you know, came to fame through the Kardashian family. We probably don't need to give you a ton of backstory on her, but in case you need it or you live under a rock or something, (laughs) she's also the (laughs) daughter of Caitlyn Jenner, formerly Bruce Jenner, and Kris Kardashian, who then changed to Kris Jenner. 
and then changed recently back to Chris Kardashian, actually. Did you know that she changed her name back? I did not know that. You know, but that's something that's so interesting that I think a lot of women do after their husband passes or divorces. Like, eventually, they go back to their married name. I don't know. I would but love again, someone like, to talk about that. But again, like, Kardashian's not her name either. Oh, right. Oh, right. What is her name? What is her maiden name? Anyone know? Truthfully, didn't do that <laughs> research. I don't. I don't know. Can oh, wow. that is yeah. so fat. Identity is such a fascinating thing, but we we digress. Well, not. To, I mean, I think to understand Kylie, mm-hmm. you can't only look at her astrology or her energetics. You have to look at her parents right. too. Yeah. You know, yeah. and Chris is a major aspect of that. Chris is a Scorpio. I'm actually not sure what what Caitlyn is. But Kylie was brought up in a famous family and being a Leo and, you know, some of the energy around spotlights and, you know, fame or center of attention is kind of a breeding ground for the Leo to have an out of control ego. Yeah. And stereotypically, rather, which we should never, you know, solely judge a sign, right? But stereotypically, Leo struggle with ego anyway. So to add fame, a famous family, famous parents on both sides, sisters, siblings, that must have been a huge struggle for her and a breeding ground for lots of insecurities, which we see blatantly. Yes. Kylie has her son in Leo, as we mentioned, in the eighth house, which is the Scorpionic house. That's a house of sex, death, and taxes. It's a transformative house. She also has her Mercury, Venus, and North Node all in Virgo, also in the eighth house. And I'm using a tropical Placidus system. If you use whole sign system, it will be a little bit different. But in any case, her Venus and her North Node are conjunct in Virgo. Kim actually has her midheaven in Virgo. And we talked a little bit about that on another episode. But in any case, the North Node is her life lessons and kind of where she's going in this lifetime. And Venus right on the North Node connects her life lessons in planning and organization and precision Virgo with the need to be perfect Venus in Virgo as well. So we have this conjunction of what does true perfection look like? You know, what is the productive nature of perfection and what's attainable and what's unattainable and what is, you know, fair to go after and evolve into? What's also interesting about her, and I will like kind of bring myself into this just for a second because she has her moon in Scorpio in the 10th, which is exactly my placement as well. It's not the same degree, but I know moon in the 10th in its best is someone who can be open and vulnerable on the world stage or get, you know, get that from their career and sort of someone who throws themselves into their work, but also someone who wants and needs very deeply recognition for that work. I definitely feel that way. And on its detriment, you see someone who's really fame hungry, who like wants the spotlight just because that's where they're going to feel the most validation and the most deep like emotional fulfillment. So sometimes she can choose things for the wrong reasons in in terms of that placement could potentially if their head's not on straight and I would argue nature versus nurture here 
nurture is not on straight, you know, Chris blessings, but money, fame, you know, those things were really the forefront in their household because they were on television for her childhood and her formative years. Wow. You know, we see some of the negative aspects of that placement come to fruition. Yeah. Wow. And I love the way that you said that. And it I was, as you were speaking from the astrological standpoint, I was starting to process it from a psychological wounded inner child standpoint. So for you to reiterate the fact that her childhood was spent on reality TV, like, wow, what does that do to the psyche and the harm and the insecurities on top of astrological aspects of who she innately is and how that just has come together it's it's clear you know it's almost as if from an experimentation standpoint we knew the end result and we're seeing the end result and one thing that i know i hear about kylie specifically it's like it's this concept of hyper femininity right which is also concerning for young women for women as a whole right because it enforces interesting standards of beauty, body image, what that does to the psyche, how that's contributing to the self-esteem of of so many people. So from a nurture standpoint, I would never comment on someone's mothering or comment on, you know, family upbringing in a harmful manner. But it does, I would love to be a fly on the wall in those family therapeutic sessions because I think that they would be very interesting and eye-opening for us all to learn something from. Yeah, and I think, you know, people are able and allowed to evolve. And I think we've seen really a great example of that in her own family with Kim. I think you know, coming to fruition and really citing herself, that fame was a really big arbiter of what she wanted and and why everything kind of came to fruition in keeping up with the Kardashians. That was her goal. She said that recently on the reunion of keeping up with the Kardashians Mm -hmm. with Andy Cohen, our beloved from Bravo. But Mm -hmm. I think she realized over time that that wasn't the right goal yeah for her and I don't know if everyone else came to that conclusion though you know I have a question and I think I know what your answer will be do you think that there's a spiritual price that people pay for being on reality tv this is some illuminati shit (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you know I used to be like I used to be really into like conspiracy theories and stuff like that like what like Illuminati was like a huge thing like what 10 years ago I feel like no one really talks about them now (laughs) but like no serious question like my sister and I we were at dinner actually a month ago when the Porsche situation you know came about and we were just talking about like just the ways that marriages and and people's lives have been put under such a microscope and broken down and there's a lot of beauty that's come from it like you know campaigns and for Kylie specifically her cosmetics But if you just really look at like a sense of peace and happiness and love and genuine joy, you know, across the scope of reality TV stars, it just doesn't seem like that's a thing. So I'm just wondering, like, what's your opinion on it? And can we potentially provide some kind of assistance to those who may be struggling 
spiritually in their pursuit of fame? Yeah, it's such a good question. And honestly, I've the way you posed it, I think is perfect. You know, the price of, I don't know that it's only the price of reality. It yeah. may be the price of fame just in general. And yeah. it certainly puts the ego through its paces to recognize why am I famous? And when you say reality TV, I think, you know, somebody's famous for being themselves. It's impossible not to get a, an inflated sense of ego and yeah. to conflate that with mm. I am the center of the universe that's right around me. Yeah. Now, it's a really good point. And I think it kind of depends person to person because it really depends on how aligned you are internally. Yeah. Yeah. And like, can you take that? Can you be, will it be something that like a Sonia Morgan, I think about her as a great example of someone whose like internal struggle has become external. But I don't, I don't know that her ego was the arbiter of that. I think she was in a, a distraught place without realizing it when she went on the show and like, she has a Pisces moon, I believe. Yeah. And that like Pisces moon is super sensitive on on a deep level and, and can like in its detriment go into escapism and, you know, addiction in many instances or just substance abuse in general. So like to answer your question in a really bit like a generalized way. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Do you? Do I? I do. Which is why, <laughs> which is why once upon a time, a goal was to be on a reality TV show, just like in my, not, I don't think it was like a real goal per se, but more so of like a fantasy goal, you know, like, oh, that would yeah. be cool. That would be fun. It looks like it's, you know, it's glamorous and hair and makeup and people will know who you are. It seems fun. But to see so many marriages break down, to see just the way that People are scrutinized on TV. And one thing I also noticed in just analyzing reality TV, especially Housewives and the Kardashians to a degree, is that every season, someone has their turn of their shadow. Like there's not one season of any reality TV show that someone is just shown in their light. It's almost like your shadow will be seen publicly. And will you be able to handle the scrutiny that comes with that. And a lot of people may not walk into reality TV knowing that, okay, granted, you have all this fabulous makeup, beautiful hair, and on this camera angle, you look fabulous. But next season, that next camera angle will highlight that wrinkle, <laughs> will highlight that struggle, will highlight whatever imperfection you have, and it will be seen for the world. And I feel as if Kylie is going through that season, but for her, it seems like multiple seasons, which is really tough. When I tell you I found Confidence Co. at the perfect time, I am not exaggerating. My digestive issues have always come and gone since I was a teen, but nothing worse than when I transitioned from pescatarian and dairy-free to gluten-free plus eating meat and cheese again this past January. Did you get all that? Not to mention this came at a really stressful time for our family, not the ideal time to switch up a diet. 
I fortuitously met Confidence co-founder Lexi Ayasa at this time and learned what digestive enzymes even are. So if you're not familiar, digestive enzymes are already made by our body to break down the foods we eat. But as we age, take antibiotics, or change our diet constantly, hello, our bodies don't make the sufficient amount to digest the foods we eat anymore. So once I got the Hero product digestive enzymes, they helped me immediately. I feel empowered to eat what I want versus scared of the aftermath. And pulling out the cute pack from my purse feels really fun instead of like an embarrassing pill bottle, which always inspires a, what's that? So this just looks like a little gum pack. It's very discreet. So I'm excited to give you access to the food freedom I now have at a discount. Use code PRIESTESS for 15% off your order at theconfidence.co. This extra boost can go a really long way, hence that confidence. Again, use code PRIESTESS for 15% off your order at www.theconfidence.co. Now, on to the show. Yeah, and you know, to your point, like the shadow self is edited in this instance. Mm -hmm. Like we all have that, but we don't all watch that on television. We don't all like see ourselves. In many instances, we never did until like 2020 made us all on Zoom 24-7. Like there's a lot of times where I'm explaining rising signs. And before the pandemic, it's like you may not understand how you come off, but this is like how other people react to you or like how you're moving through the world. And like now I, I feel like it's like What's your Zoom face? Like, what do you like? What do <laughs> yeah. you look like when you're, you know, like, do you have resting bitch face? Like, I do. Sometimes. We both do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right. It's but like, even with that, Zoom has caught up because now they have this fabulous filter. Truly. <laughs> that still allows you to be a mess, a fabulous mess, a pretty mess, you know? A pretty mess. So it's shout uh, out to the Erica Jane episode. Right. Which, uh, <laughs> yeah. If you didn't listen to that, detriment of cancer. Please do. But like, yeah, no, I think that's totally true. So it's like a manufactured shadow that's like exacerbated for the world to see. That's really tough. Number one. Number two, like the reality TV lot is using a platform on their personality to build a business on versus the other way around, which means you have a solid foundation or you have a solid like skill set. There are reality TV shows about people who are like the top of their game let's yeah. say let's let's look at like a reality competition show or something like that yeah like, like top chef top chef yeah. i was just thinking that yeah same <laughs> like those people are fine why because yeah. they're they're chefs they're not reality tv stars and like the people who veer into that category maybe do have some issues because it's more about a personality thing versus like you are famous for nothing or for just being yourself. Yeah, yeah. No, and and speaking of that, like you were saying, reality stars oftentimes use reality to build their businesses. I would love to talk a little bit about like Kylie Cosmetics. And it seems as if it's in its downfall stage, according to Google and a lot of like other influencers. Yeah, so that would be interesting to explore a bit. Yeah. What was striking to me when I was watching that reunion special, again, 
love reunions. If you don't love the reunion or you skip over it, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Go back. What are you doing? Yeah. Go back. There's no point in watching this, this series. <laughs> Honestly, it's like a it's like a snapshot of all the best things that happened too. Mm-hmm. So it's just you know, if you don't didn't even watch the season, I feel like you could watch the reunion right. and get all you needed. Mm-hmm. In any case, they talked about the start of Kylie Cosmetics. And what struck me is that it was really sad because Kylie essentially started the business off of an insecurity about her lips. So she had a first kiss. The guy apparently said to her, hey, your lips are really thin. They're not full. And she was super insecure about that. So what she didn't say on the reunion is that she got surgery and to inflate her self-esteem surrounding an insecurity. And then Chris and Kylie, it seemed, came up with the idea for Kylie Cosmetics Mm -hmm. as a result of all the attention she was getting around her lips, which she wasn't actually honest about at the beginning. She said she was – she said all sorts of things, one of which is like, I sucked a shot glass and like it it popped out my lips, leading to many – teenagers doing the same thing and like getting all this bruising around their lips just so crazy so in any case she she wasn't even honest about that for a long time but she basically created this empire based on an insecurity which you could argue is the most unaligned way to begin something but then what we were just talking about even before hopping on here we we also have potentially been told that she is a billionaire and that was inflated too. So what is the reality? You know, we we get kind of the stories crafted by the Kardashians after the fact. And I think that was one of the most real moments to me because I was like, that's a real, that's a real story and that's a real flaw and vulnerability that was never really addressed in a healthy way, it seems. Yeah. And also, there was grandiose manipulation in the start of the business, the motive of the business, and clientele of the business as well, right? So, for example, if you did not honestly state that you had surgery to inflate your lips, and then now people are assuming that, oh, I can get lips just like you just by applying some lip liner and some lip plumping serum or gloss like that's not true and that's not okay and it's actually a very dishonorable business model that's problematic so it makes sense to see quote unquote the downfall of Kylie Cosmetics because if now the truth is coming out that you know okay in order for me to actually look like this I have to seek a consultation from a plastic surgeon okay that makes sense but here I am I just spent as a you know an average working American person I just spent $500 on a lip kit, you know, like, and it's not working. And that's, that's not really okay. And granted, we're not necessarily here to judge, but from a spiritual karma tarot perspective, I'm not necessarily surprised in what's currently happening with the brand, with the line and how we're seeing that it's not doing as well as it once did. Yeah. You said earlier can we offer assistance? Yeah. What assistance mm. would you give Kylie? What assistance would I give? Ky- well, I would totally recommend therapy. First oh. and foremost. 
for sure. Recommend, yeah, recommend therapy because I just to imagine what life was like with a with cameras in your face and like and and that's your norm. That is not reality. So to know that you are growing up in a world and living in a world that it's a false sense of reality, it would warp your sense of ego consciously. Like it does from a psychological standpoint, that makes sense, you know? So definitely recommending therapy, but then also as harsh as this might sound, creating harsh boundaries with their family. I really feel as if maybe some kind of separation, some kind of a loving arm's length distance from them would be helpful too, because then it would allow her to possibly bond and be around those who can nurture and help heal and grow her sense of self-worth and power. But right now, being around a family or and so many people who either could be yes people or who would totally totally say yes to, you know, this idea of masking another insecurity with another surgery or another false sense of security, that would not be helpful to her. So definitely like a Kardashian rehab would be helpful. Cleanse. Yeah. <laughs> a Kardashian detox would be really helpful. But I also feel as if slightly that's what, uh, what's that girl's name? Her friend Jordan sort of did for yeah. her. Yeah. I think that's a really good idea and could potentially be the reason why they stopped the show. You know, I think maybe they mm-hmm. all needed a change of pace, mm-hmm. step and repeat away. Yeah. And I think Kylie just seeing that she has a Scorpio moon now, it's not conjunct Chris's son, but they're both in Scorpio. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, also having a, a Scorpio moon means that you may have issues with your mother figure. And, you know, you know, you guys know how that is for me, but I think it would be very difficult to have somebody who you see like a lot of similarities with and in, but like is also managing you and is also, you know, pushing you in your career. There's another anecdote on the Kardashians where Kylie was really sick, but she had to do something with the lip kits and Balmain in Paris and she had strep and she couldn't go and she couldn't talk or whatever. And Kim was like, I would be on a fucking plane, you know, tomorrow. I would be on my deathbed and I would be going to Paris and Kylie's not doing that. And I think, you know, to your point of the ruthless boundaries, Kylie maybe was very much trying to do that. And they don't see sickness as valid. They see like, well, you're just not working hard enough for like your work ethic is not what Kim's is or, you know what I mean? Like they're all being compared to one another constantly and, you know, yeah, it's enough. So I totally agree with you. I think that family needs probably a lot of separation. Yes. (laughs) And like unweaving, you know, so many different boundaries that are crossed and like to speak about boundaries, which I think we speak about them all the time. Like many people did not learn healthy boundaries from their parents. Totally. And they from their family structure. Yeah. They would continue not to learn them from their family. Yeah. Yeah. Like in my own family, I've given a few like outs to someone in my family. Like it's okay to tell me no, you know, but they didn't feel comfortable telling me no because of who they grew up with. And I'm, you know, going to keep it kind of vague, but, you know, recognizing that, that if someone in your life is not able to 
tell you no in a healthy way or gets sick and, you know, is trying to get out of things in, in their own way, you know, I, I feel for Kylie a little bit, but I do think she's got some real work to do. Yeah, I as we're going through this, I feel for her, too, um, for sure. So, Kylie, we are definitely sending you lots of love from the priestess's prescribed tribe. And hopefully now that the reality show has come to an end and apparently she sold Kylie Cosmetics, so she cashed out. Good for her. She can really just focus on herself, her daughter and finding a sense of joy, but especially her daughter, because, you know, cycles continue. And now we have a, like a literal infant that has grown up under the reality TV gaze and just, whoa. You know, it's one thing to be five. It's another thing to be born under that light. And that's yeah. not necessarily the greatest light to be born under. So we're sending love to you, Kylie, and the rest of the Kardashian-Jenner clan because whew, we feel for you. You know where to find us if you yeah. want any spiritual <laughs> guidance. Yeah. Love your butterfly mentors. Yeah, please. <laughs> we have your back. Trust us. Good point on the kids thing. Oof, it's heavy, man. All right, well, hopefully they really do step away and don't just find another network. I'm sure we'll be seeing <laughs> the, new, <laughs> the, what is it? Keeping up with the Kardashians and next generation. Oh, it's coming. It's in development, I'm sure. I know. And poor Scott, what's he going to do? He has nothing going on besides well, this. Well, I mean, he's dating who? Amelia. Amelia. So that's Lisa Renner's problem. And also, speaking of lip kits, she's coming out with one too. <laughs> it's love out. It. Oh, it's it is part of it's her tagline. Out. Oh gosh, yeah, it's. I I love it. I'm going I mean... to get surgery, and I'm going to become like a size two with lipo, and then sell a fitness kit. Well, you forgot that we're going to merge our bodies. Yeah. All right. So we're doing that. <laughs> so that that, that has to happen for anything else. <laughs> Exactly. So we're going to have that process happen. And then we're going to come up with a priestess prescribed body kit and tell all of you that all you have to do is rub a crystal on your body from head to toe. And now you'll be fabulous. And you'll that's be it. Person. <laughs> <Right? from two. laughs> Perfect. So look out for that one. Look out. <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, this has been really fun. Crazy. We'll um, we'll talk to you next time. Definitely let us know what you think and share with a friend who loves the Kardashians, but uh, maybe hasn't <laughs> been introduced to astrology or right. spiritual consultancy yet. <laughs> yes, please share. We love you all. <laughs> love you so much. Bye. Bye.